She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. Episode 119 is brought to you by patron Chris Foster and the dramatic horror western actual play focused on inter-party conflict, Sounds Like Crows. Listening to episode 119 of She's a Super Geek, the RPG actual play focused on women as GMs. Hello, all, it's Andy, and on today's episode, I'm GMing two of my fellow Wednesday evening podcast all stars, co stars, Kevin Lovecraft and Chris Sneezak. Senda will be back with us for the next game. Kevin, Chris, and I are playing Grant Howitt's Sexy Battle Wizards. So, content warning. Things might get a little heated, maybe a little innuendo thrown in there, but it's all comedy focused and probably wouldn't get us any more than a PG-13 rating if this was a movie. Welcome to a very sexy episode of She's a Super Geek. I've never said that before. I mean, for the sexy episode of She's a Super Geek, like I feel like Kevin is probably in the right space, but I don't know if I'm in the right place at the moment. <laughs> Well, your character is sexy. You don't sure. have to be. Well, that's good. I could just pretend. Yeah. It's like it's a role-playing game. It is. We are playing Sexy Battle Wizards by Grant Howitt. It is up for pay what you want on his itch.io. Right? It's itch.io, not itch.io. I always want to call it itch.io, but nobody else calls it. So we are joined by the voice you heard, which is Chris. You want to introduce yourself, Chris? Hi, everybody. I'm Chris Nizak from the internet in places like Misdirected Mark Podcast and down with D&D. And, you know, I design games that, and develop games for encoded designs. Congratulations on the Avalon book. Thank you. Appreciate it. Not that any of us had a stake in it. You all had a very much to do with it, in fact. And we're joined by actually fellow Avalon lover, Kevin Lovecraft. That is me. Where can people find you, Kevin? They can find me at KevThuhu out on the Twitters, or they can listen to the Wednesday evening podcast All-Stars. And sometimes out on the gauntlet. With new episodes coming soon. Yeah, very Yay. soon. Yeah. Do we have a drop date? Probably not. Soon, actually. Like, probably in the next two or three weeks. Oh, so this is actually really good timing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. You should totally get in on this thing called the Wednesday Evening Podcast All-Stars. <laughs> Great stuff. Well, what, you know. What's in the pipeline, Chris? The Dresden Files uh, game that we played in Tom Flanagan's Cleveland world of the Dresden Files, which is very well fleshed out in the Knights of the Night. Oh, it is. And some of us should have listened to that before we played. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Gunshots. It was. Gun shooting, shooting off guns in uh, funeral homes is maybe not the best thing. Hey, hey. No spoilers. Spoilers. Seriously, man. Is it, is it a spoiler if it happens in the first five minutes? It did not happen in the first five minutes. It, it kind of did. Oh, I was in a different place. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're playing Sexy Battle Wizards, though, right? We're playing Sexy Battle Wizards now, yeah. Now I wish so I would have named my wizard Daisy. Oh, well. <laughs> you can. You're about to tell us what your character name is, and whatever you say is what I'll write down. So <laughs> My character's name is Arlo Redbeard Doomfist. And what kind of wizard is Arlo, and what are their pronouns? Arlo is he, him. And so sexy because of his luscious red beard. It's magnificent. Constantly combing his fingers through it. Keeps it well oiled. 
can't have frizzies and flyaways. Got to keep it soft for oh, no. all the folks you might run into because not every problem gets solved by a doom fist. Sometimes you got to kiss it out. Which I think is the point of this game. <laughs> and my signature weapon is the doom fist, which I really, really like to use. It actually solves a lot of problems. I come from the school of the arcana of the supreme doorway, and it's a mystical secret that will tear this world apart. While saving it. Oh, wow. You're not going to tell us what that is, are you? No, maybe we'll get there. I don't know. I just make this stuff up. I mean, to be fair, so do I. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Are you? Who is your wizard? What are their pronouns and their awesome things? My name is Varys the Changeling with the highest of cheekbones. I am they, them, because I change all the time and you can never really tell by my voice because my magic is the path of beasts. I change in all kinds of beasts. I also have this Including- weapon. It's a, a selection beast. Uh, well, I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> Including a sexy beast. Yes, a, a very sexy beast. In fact, all my beasts are sexy. I dare you to argue with me. My, my, my signature weapon is a celestial Giselle. It's a this long rifle thing with wings that are angelic, and the rifle at the end has like this hook on it that you would normally not see except before the 1800s of this world in Britain <laughs> and the Middle East and other places. Uh, you can look it up on uh, Wikipedia. I had to because I had no idea what it meant. Because <laughs> you just rolled on a on a thing. Uh huh. I just rolled randomly because Grant Howitz is hilarious. Oh, I love Grant Howitz. Kitching. And yes, I'm going to talk like this the entire time. Suffer. At least when you're talking in character. Yeah, when I'm talking in character. Th- that sounds like one of those ones that's going to hurt your voice a little bit. It's going to hurt my voice a little bit, but luckily this is going to be a short game, so I only have to talk like this for thirty minutes. Now I'm going to make you do everything in character. One of the fun and unique things about sexy battle wizards is you only have three stats that are literally sexy, battle, and wizard. (laughs) And they do exactly what you think they do. Sexy is everything social, charm, all of that good stuff. Battle is martial, physical, and then wizard is magical. And as I've told my friends before, I am fairly loosey-goosey about what you use. So if you can explain to me... If your sexy is higher than your wizard and you want to cast a spell, but you want to do it while doing a strip tease, I will probably let you cast it with sexy. Varus, what is your best stat? Wizard. All right, Arlo? Battle. Good. So you two are members of the College Errant, an organization based in a magical flying castle that roves the land looking for, or looking to overt arcane disasters and to fight injustice. And of course, we all know that you have zero authority to do this. The cops hate you. You're wanted in several countries. There's been a lot of collateral damage, but you're not worried about any of that now. You two have been given some shore leave. So you are in a place where you are not wanted. You are in a wonderful city that is called what, Chris? We are in, uh, since you asked Chris, I will not talk with that weird voice. Varys can answer too. Varys, standing with Arlo, knowing that we had shortly, was like, What do you think, Arlo? Should we go to the Emerald Beaches of Greenlandia? Sounds absolutely stellar. I love the wet bar in the pool. Mm-hmm. Plus, those uh, those emerald slushies are just lovely with all the, the alcohol that they put in them. Yeah. Especially the rum. Uh, I'm a big fan of the gin, but each their own. Juniper, man. Not, not, a, not a fan of the juniper. So you are on your way to the Emerald Beach, 
which is not only a beautiful beachside, they also have quite an active little city. It is just full of boutiques and haberdasheries and patisseries. This is a haven for people on vacation. Whether you want to eat decadent food or wear decadent clothing or find decadent people, Emerald Beach is a place to do it. Works for me. I'm very decadent myself. You've probably been in Emerald City. (laughs) This is going to be hard to not say Emerald City. You've been at the Emerald Beach for a couple of days. You two are definitely on the same team together with the college errant. Kevin, how did you meet Varys, though? I think that Arlo met Varys when Arlo was actually doing some very sexy research to try to understand what the arcana of the Supreme Doorway actually meant. I was told by my supervisor what school I belonged to. And I've got ideas, but no one can confirm or deny what it actually means. It's a little frustrating. And bumped into Varys in the library, pulling out a book. And he was on the other side of the bookshelf. And it was that thing where the eyes meet between the books. So obviously this was only two or three shelves up from the floor since Varys is you're you're of smaller stature. I am of whatever stature I feel like because oh, right. I can transform. change into whatever I feel like. So maybe that day, Varys was of smaller stature. Yes, that day I was. Was there an immediate attraction? Well, I mean... The beard. Can't get enough of the beard. <laughs> the eyes were different colors. I mean, how can you look away from that? And the cheekbones, I mean, just... Oof. They ah. just reach to the heavens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. You always, always know it's Varys. Always got to reach for the heavens. Yeah, even when they're in the most incredible outfits or wearing the most, I don't want, I almost said wearing the most incredible face. And I'm like, that's not quite what I mean. Wearing the most incredible bestial shape. Yeah, always those high cheekbones. So you two are at a cafe looking out at the water. The, The water is this beautiful, of course, emerald green with small waves splashing and it's mid-afternoon things are very calm you know all the kids have gone home so you don't have to worry about them on the beach and you're sipping you're sipping coffee on this beautiful beach cafe when all of a sudden in between you is sitting a very tall woman with pink spiky hair and what look like pixie wings, but she is actually this probably about four and a half feet tall. So she's not quite the size of a pixie. You know her because she is your supervisor at the college errand. Her name is Tourmaline, the winged pixie. Hey, Tourmaline, what are you doing here? I'm here to interrupt. But, but we're on leave. Yeah, leave. Yes, and you happen to have chosen a place where there is some disturbance in the arcane fields. It wasn't me. I guarantee I'm on downtime here. It, it might have been me. I, I changed into a lot of things yesterday. Oh, yeah. That was pretty sweet. Well, I don't need to know everything you do on leave. <laughs> Believe me, I know. I used to. <laughs> I was a sexy young wizard once. I mean, you're still, you know, pretty sexy. Yeah, I still got it going you don't look on. that old. Got it going. To and she own. winks at Varys. Well, experience is, of course, the sexiest of traits. That's, that, that, that tracks. Yep. Learn a lot over those many, many, many years. Many, many, many years. Not that many. 
I mean, there's some there's some tread worn off those tires right there. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> we need you to go and check out the occult library in town. There have been some strange happenings there. <sighs> okay. You've probably only been at the Emerald Beaches and you've only seen the nice, beautiful part of town, but there is quite the seedy underbelly. Oh, really? Of Emerald Beaches. The sexy, seedy underbelly. Well, it'll definitely be sexier once we get there. Well, that's that's true. Arlo. Well, it's just full of sexy people, and it's sexy because occult things are are sexy, forbidden fruit, and all that. Ah. Uh-huh. But this is one of those places where they they allow people who are wanted by other countries in, like you two. There just aren't those, you know, strict standards or laws, which is one of the reasons it's such a fun city. Ah, wide open. Gotcha. Yeah, so but that also means that there might be some dirty deeds doing at the occult library. Well, if there I mean, are, I hope they're not. There will be. I hope they're not too dirty. I mean, I like being sexy, but not necessarily dirty. Yes, I remember that from your first year review. What was it? A good review? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. It wasn't bad. You 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 had room for improvement. I mean, we all have room for improvement, of course. Really? I believe we all have room for improvement. That's why I'm in charge. That's an interesting belief system. It's, it's pretty interesting. Will you accept our little mission and head off to the library? Do I have a choice? Mm, not really. I didn't think so. I guess That's I'll what accept. happens when you sign up for the college era and you get all these wonderful powers and then you have absolutely no freedom. I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with your leadership skills, though, where you actually asked us to go if we wanted to go do it. Like yeah, that. I had the illusion of free will for a moment. Well, you have to make it seem like you have free will. Yeah, you have to let people believe they have free will. Otherwise, they just get down and despairing, and nobody likes that. Yeah. You know, Arlo, I hear, like, when you choose to do a thing, you're more likely to do it well than when you're forced to do a thing. It's true. Hmm. Which you can ask my last intern. Oh, no, you can't, because I threw them off a cliff. <laughs> that's, that's, did you at least sexily throw them off a cliff? Oh, yes. Okay, that's, that's less Still bad. Still got then. the flourish. They're not dead. I mean, they're of course they're they're a wizard. They're fine. So we're going to a to the seedy underbelly of the city then. Yes, you are. All right, let's go to the seedy underbelly of the city. Can you open a door so we can go there? Not you. I'm talking to Arlo. Oh, <laughs> for sure. I can open a door. Arlo knows all of the doors. Apparently, Tormalin will. She'll cross her arms and snap, and disappear. You know her wings are fake, right? I'm thinking that's not everything that's fake. Is you know, like we said, there's a lot of tread on those tires. Yep, yep. yep. I, I have no problem with tread on the tires. I think that's rather attractive. So you know, yeah, experience counts for a lot. A lot. Yeah. So Arlo, how would you like to find the right door to the occult side of town? I think Arlo reaches into their haversack and pulls out their scroll that they were given when they were told they belonged to the arcana of the supreme doorway so far the best system that arlo has come up with is they open up the scroll and they just close their eyes and tap their finger wherever on the scroll and they read that line all right so this sounds like wizard yes it's definitely wizard all right so what's your modifier two so you will roll 2d6, and I'm going to set this at a standard difficulty, so four. Oh, I got a six and a two. 
Oh, great. If your highest dice beats the difficulty, you succeed and you get to describe what happens. So tell us what happens, Arlo. Arlo reads off, add two cups, raisins, stir gently. And we see the air shimmer and begin folding in on itself. And then it just rips apart with this horrible tearing sound. And I turn and look over at Varys and go, after you. And you can see uh, like a dingy alley and some paper blowing around at the end of it. Hurry, hurry. As Varys walks through, Varys looks at Arlo and says, you ever think about braiding your beard? And then I walk through. That would be sexy. So sexy. And then I follow through. Tell us a little bit more about this alleyway, Chris, since Kevin described the entrance. So this alley in the city of Emerald Beach, it is uh, a little windy because we're near the ocean still. That means the papers and debris that blows through here still kind of like like clatters around and whatnot. It's not super narrow. The buildings here aren't exceptionally tall, but it's still kind of like... It's got like sand in it and that sand is kind of wet and gross. There's like crates here and there and you can see a couple of seagulls like picking at some of the garbage that that is kind of floated in here. And that's the kind of alley it is with like doors here and there off the buildings. This is not the tourist alley. This is not a tourist alley in any way shape or form. Yeah. As you're you're looking around you see the seagulls pecking and you feel like the the sunlight almost feels a little bit dimmer here. Like, this is not the Emerald Beach that you love and came to give your money to. Yeah, I'm also wearing, like, a one-piece bathing suit that, you know... <laughs> Would you like to change, Varus? I'll let you do that for free. Oh, no, no, I'm totally fine in my one-piece bathing suit. It's uh, okay. it's white with some red stripes across the middle, like three of them. Okay. Arlo, what are you wearing out of curiosity? Uh, Arlo probably has on a red Speedo. He's very European. This is good to know. Is he very hairy too? Yeah, probably. Or does he shave? I'm just, I'm just curious. Is the, is the body hair also red, like a darker red? Yes. Yep. Nope. He's a, a, apparently a natural redhead. Fantastic. So, looking around, you see a tattered sign that is only being held up by one of the the ropes that it was originally hung on that says. Emerald Beach Occult Library. There seems to be a door next to it, but it does seem to be painted on. You think that's where we're supposed to go? It's gotta be. I mean, Spell brought us here. That's gotta be it. Yeah, I I imagine that's where we're supposed to go. Uh, Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? No, I'll go first. I'll just walk up and try grabbing the doorknob. What happens? The doorknob is not there. It is definitely two-dimensional drawn on well i guess our work here is done you hear clattering behind the wall and you hear someone screaming help oh man we gotta save the world again i take a look at the wall is there like any cracks in the wall or anything like that i mean yeah it seems to be an old crumbly wall yeah i'm gonna turn into a little tiny bug and climb through that works so you, you climb through, and you get to the the other side. Do you become big again? Not until I see what's going on. Did you want me to roll for that? I mean, I figure you can ch- you can change into a bug pretty easily, but... Sure. I mean, I'll just... I'll just that's, that's fine. I don't have to roll. roll. Roll a wizard roll for discerning arcana. My, my, my bug eyes? It's harder for bugs to discern magic. I rolled a six. Technically, I rolled a six, a three, and a three. Okay. Your wizard is at a plus three. So uh, I make my eyes turn into the eyes 
of, of a magical will-o'-wisp that can detect magic. What you see inside, it looks like a normal library, except instead of, you know, light and airy, it is dark and dingy. There seem to be some maybe stuffed crows, maybe real crows that are keeping very still. There are, you know, farther off, you can see some other magic going on, but in front of you seems to be a very sexy librarian who is caught up in some sort of whirlwind and is trying to escape. I am going to turn into a horse so that I can kick the wall down so that my friend Arlo Redbeard can come in. Give me a battle roll. I think this is fairly standard, quite honestly. If you're a horse, it's standard. So four. I got a four, exactly. So I take one stress. Cool. You take one stress, right. And you kick down the door and it crumbles. It is an actual door on your side. You're not sure what magic was keeping it and to look like a 2D door. And Arlo, I'm assuming you move aside as you hear a horse. I think that we actually probably see a scene of bricks and a cloud of dust and plaster just flying past Arlo. And you see a very upset looking Arlo covered in dust <laughs> because it's stuck to all the, all, the, all the oil that they had covered themselves with at the beach. And it's all caught up in my beard. One very not important question. Varus, when you change into a horse, do you still have on your swimsuit? Yeah, I do. It changes with me. So I'm wearing right. a, awesome. a, a, white, a white swimsuit with red stripes as a horse. I love it. I love it so much. So Arlo, you see there is a sexy librarian caught up in a, a whirlwind who is trying to, uh, they seem to have some sort of magic pendant. They're trying to chant, but they are just getting tossed to and fro. Books are going everywhere. There's dust. You know, if you had allergies, this would be a really bad place to be in. I don't like whirlwinds. You take care of this one. By the way, I can talk as a horse. I can basically talk as any animal. But it looks like you're just a horse with peanut butter in his mouth. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, also, my hair is done, except the mane is done exceptionally well. I have a beautiful coat. I am a sexy horse. I am glad that we are stopping everything to describe the important <laughs> things. It makes me happy. Don't name your game Sexy Battle Wizard if you don't want everything to be sexy. <laughs> I am so tempted to say something. All NPCs, according to Grant Howard's rules, are if an NPC isn't kissable, think, could I make them kissable? We see Arlo like, really? You couldn't even give a guy a heads up before you blast the wall out? Look what you've done to this beard. It's going to take hours to clean this up. Could you help me, please? <laughs> we're, we're talking about sexy stuff here. It's important. Give us a second. I'm being attacked by a wind elemental. Oh, oh, Arlo, go, go jump in the wind elemental. It'll knock all the dust off you. That is actually brilliant. And I'll slap you on the ass <laughs> and go charging past you into the elemental funny because you're a horse i shudder with more pleasure than i should and just as i'm going into the world when you hear are you mm -hmm. hung like a <laughs> and then whoosh <laughs> you're just stepping into the whirlwind yeah with my doom fist of course with your doom fist okay yep. so yes in the middle of the whirlwind does appear to be some sort of elemental you can barely see it it's some sort of humanoid shape but it is you know it almost looks like its limbs are are making the 
the whirlwind that you're in and the the library you and the librarian are like going round and round and round and round i'm getting dizzy arlo just watching you and arlo gets in there and he like looks over at the librarian goes hi i'm arlo i'll be saving you today kevin what is the librarian's name uh lilith great name for somebody who works at an occult bookstore that's not perfect name that's not ominous or anything (laughs) yeah all right, Lilith. Uh, I'm going to go with Lilith is uh, she, her. She seems to have beautiful, long, dark hair that is caught up in the wind. She is wearing a cardigan and a prop, most likely a plaid pencil skirt because she's a sex librarian. Yep. Her glasses have been thrown off her face. Her bun has come undone. It's like an 80s music video. Yes, it is. You look incredibly fetching in this wind, Lilith. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Arlo. Can can you stop the elemental? I'm, 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 I like the books. I'm not so good with the magic. And I'm going to go. Well, I brought my doom fist with me and hold up my right fist in front, and it's shimmering a bit. And I'm like, Yeah, maybe if you punch the opposite way, it's whirling. Worth a try. Beauty and brains, I say. Give me a martial roll. I think that this is a bit of riskiness, so we're going to go with a five difficulty. Ooh, I got a five. Three, a one, and a five. Cool. You're going to take one stress because you are putting out more energy than if you just grandly succeeded. So, yes, tell us what this looks like as you fist the whirlwind. Those aren't the words I would have used, but I get you. I know. I'm actually considering re-saying that and cutting that out, but I also kind of like it. Tell us what happens as you punch into the whirlwind. No, a fist was much better. (laughs) (laughs) Or the fist had been shimmering. It looks like it's going forward in slow motion. And there's like a Doppler Mm -hmm. shift going on, but it's a rainbow Doppler shift. And so there's sparks and trailing colors coming off, going up the arm. And we can see the gritty dust and stuff blowing off of me in the wind as well and my beard ruffling beautifully in the breeze as I make goo goo eyes at Lilith and then punch in the opposite direction of the whirlwind. So you're able to punch in the opposite direction and the air elemental screams because that hurts and then dissipates. Lilith quickly grabs, she's got a crystal around her neck and uh, she makes, you know, a, a, a sign in the air and she says some occult words that you recognize as some sort of binding spell to keep that particular elemental out of the out of the occult library. Oh, I'm so glad somebody came along. Why did you kick down the door? Uh, I, I thought it was a wall. <laughs> you, you just, you got a knock. I didn't know. That's nope. the thing. We don't want people coming in who don't actually care. Well, I mean, uh, uh, beauty. Look, you don't always get brains with beauty, but beauty. And I'm gesturing over at Varus. So you're wait. He's isn't he a beast? Aren't you the beauty? What? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm the most beautiful horse you've ever seen. I, I disapprove of this. <laughs> and then I uh, then I shift back into my uh, my my androgynous king human form oh my she rings her hair around one finger a little bit uh and you two are here to help with the elementals there's a bunch more in the back 
Ah, uh, that's what the problem uh, is. Yeah, we didn't get a really good description of what the issue was at all. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I came out here actually to call for help, and it it was like all of our magical communication has just been cut off. Lilith volunteers to take you into the back. Oh, I'd love to go into the back with you. I mean, you should probably get consent first. You you can come too, Varus. Well, I mean, if you want, I mean... Okay. Consent first. This is extremely tempting, but... I I mean, I don't think you got consent from that whirlwind when you fisted it. Uh, Well, I mean, to be fair, we were going to die if we stayed in there much longer. It's true. I mean, I suppose that that does... The the ends justifies the means in death cases. So in the back, we have a ritual casting room, I think is where most of these are coming from. And as she leads you back, there seems to be... There are some, some other library personnel battling their own... Uh, elementals you know there's and there's one that is just absolutely sobbing that's just a a pool of water and there are there are books just dissolving in it which is like a librarian's worst nightmare Lilith is like i really think that we need to get back to what they're doing back there uh did you say there was a there was a like a pool of water that was crying well there's a librarian in a pool of water crying because the water is dissolving books Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> and real quick, is there a fire yeah. elemental visible? Or oh, earth? yeah, there's a fire elemental. Okay. Uh, picture a tiny little... The, 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 the fire elemental from Howl's Moving Castle. Picture that guy. Oh, it's it's a oh man, Billy Calcifer? Crystal. Um, Calcifer, yeah, it's Calcifer. Yeah, pic, pic, yeah, picture a, a a basically a flame with arms and legs and a big old face in the middle of it is like taunting another librarian, who is like trying to cast ice at it, and just like in Pokemon, ice doesn't do much against fire. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, you run to the back, and there is a gigantic ritual casting room. It's it's all done up in black marble. There's black candles. There is there's a few cobwebs, but they are so specific in their decoration that it's obvious that they're not real. Like they were definitely conjured to like look a certain way and shimmer silver in the 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 firelight and all that. And there seem to be several elementals throughout the room, and then there is this giant. You're not sure what it is. It might be some sort of altar. It might be some sort of casket. There seems to be this giant rectangular thing in the middle. And there is definitely not an elemental on top. There's definitely a demon on top chanting some words and has a long silver knife in their hands. Oh, well, there's your problem right there, I say, turning and looking back at Lilith. You got a demon infestation. Lilith from the outside of the door, she will, she sticks her head in and yells, uh, the sacrifices are here. And just, she <laughs> closes the door and locks it. Whoa, whoa. Ah, oh, man. I... Why, why would you lock the door? What if we need to run away for a second? And the demon who is, looks kind of like they're made out of, of brown lightning. Like just, just static electricity all along their bodies, uh, with this the this horrible crooked sort of eyes and nothing else on their face. Face turns to look at you with this long silver knife in their hands, and all the elementals start coming towards you. You see there are runes on the floor, and there are definitely some some words drawn in most likely blood. You don't know. What do you do? 
so the uh there's a there's a water one right yeah so there's yeah there's there's water there's fire there's air there's there's earth who looks kind of kind of like clay face Mm -hmm. i picture i look at the water elemental one and i'm like "Uh, i would really like it if you would if you would get inside of me and then i turn into an elephant and then suck up all the water Okay, explain to me what stat this is going to be and why. It's totally wizard because I'm not harming the elemental. I'm just turning into an elephant so that I can use the trunk to suck up all the water. Although what I do with the water after that will probably be battle. That is probably true. So I feel like if you're a if you're an elephant, this is a fairly standard maneuver. So I'm going to give you a difficulty of four. I got a six. So I turn into the sexiest of elephants. Like my skin is like super smooth. There's like no wrinkles. My eyes are like big and I have like the lashes like in Dumbo. Like Aww. the mom in Dumbo. I look like the mom from Dumbo. And then I I never I, find her sexy. Anyway, no, keep going. That's not important. I mean, that's sexy for an elephant, I suppose. Like I don't know what's sexy for an elephant. I don't know. She had mom vibe to me, which Hey man, people like people that can is find true. mom sexy. That is true. I'm sorry. I apologize. I find I find several mothers very sexy. So then I suck up all the water. All right. Yeah, you suck up all the water. Ar- uh, Arlo, there seems to be a fire elemental coming towards you who has his own beard made out of what looks like fire. And I'm using he because this elemental starts to take on your shape and has like their own little doom fist. I look at I look at the elemental and go, that is so hot. That's so go time. You can attempt to seduce. That works. I'm going to vogue at it and see if it vogues back. We'll have a a vogue off here. I only have one die, but I am going to try to seduce. You're using your sexy stat to vogue. I love it. Yep. I'm going to go with a five. Like, this is kind of, this is risky, but might have a big impact. Ah, four. So close. Oh, so so you're going to take one stress and you get one one determination, which you can use later to add one die to a die pool. You can stack determination as much as you want, because this is a one-shot, Write It like you stole it. The fire elemental does not begin to vogue. The fire elemental, I'm trying to think of what a really... Oh, I got it. The fire elemental begins to wobble. Begins to do the wobble. The sexiness and the, the air suddenly heating up from all of this wobbling just knocks you back. Do you know the wobble, Kevin? No, I have no idea what that is. I mean, is. okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have used the wobble, but <laughs> it. I mean, you can use you can use your imagination. There are hips gyrating. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Okay. So you see me go flying past you <laughs> while you're in elephant form, virus, and slap against the wall and slide down. They're unstoppable. They're not unstoppable. And uh, you said there was a, a devil on top of a. A casket of some a sort? A demon, yes. A demon on top of a casket of some sort? Yeah, you weren't exactly sure what it was, but the the more you, you come closer or get dragged closer or become an elephant and can see better for whatever reason, you see that it actually kind of looks like some sort of sarcophagi. Mm. Some sort of sarcophagus. You said there's like blood everywhere and everything like that? Well, there seems to be some runes written in blood, yes. I'm going to be like, hey, demon. I bet that stuff's important, and then I spray a bunch of water at it. Oh, at the runes? Yeah. All right, give me this. This, they are magical runes. They are not just blood on the floor. This is a clutch against the odd stuff that could turn the tide of this situation. So you have a difficulty of a six. I assume it's battle, right? 
Yes, I think that would be battle. It's going to go poorly because I don't have much in the way of battle. Is this your one stat? Yes, and I rolled a one. Oh, so you get one stress, one determination. And I think what happens is the water elemental, as you are spraying out the water, reforms, grabs you by the trunk and starts whirling you around like your trunk is, you know, a rope. So dizzy, so dizzy, so dizzy. (laughs) Told you they were unstoppable. The the demon laughs and uh, will start advancing on you. There's some rattling. You you hear what you think are distinct sounds of bones. So you you are you're pretty sure there's going to be some undead soon. Like you may not have been the first sacrifices made. The the demon ju- the demon jumps off of the sarcophagus and begins to advance upon you and says, "My name is Monasafer. Remember it, for I'm the last one you shall meet." Christopher? What? I okay. That's kind of a weird name for a Ma- demon. Monasafer, like one, like I am the one. Sifer. How do you get one and Christopher? I, it just doesn't make no, any not, sense I'm, to me. My name is a Christopher. Then I punch. Christopher has the word Christ in it. I'm a demon. Do you think I would really take the name Christopher? I uh, I turn into a cat. The cutest, most sexy cat you've ever seen in your entire life. It's oh. uh, black with little white paws and it's got these big eyes. Mm, um, cat girl, and, maybe? I guess I could turn into a cat girl. That would work. Turn into a cat girl. That would be way C- sexier. I was gonna go for cute. I was gonna go for cute, but you know. okay, you can you can do whatever you want. Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I know sexy. It's supposed to be sexy, but I, I figured I because I have path of beasts, and I didn't think a cat girl was really like a beast. I really. You could be like Pepe the Pew's uh, cat girlfriend, and all the. Yeah, I, I guess I could do that. Um, I really just wanted to turn into a cat because I really want all these elementals in this demon to be like, oh, look at the adorable little cat. <laughs> so that's sexy. It sounds like sexy to me. That sounds like sexy, yeah, because you're definitely distracting them. Yeah, so I'm really dizzy, so I have, like, the cutest little cat ever, and I'm super dizzy, so I, like, try to, like, get up and walk, and then I just kind of flop over, and then I try to get up and walk, and I just kind of flop over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. I don't know what the difficulty was, though. I what the difficulty is for, because I like this idea. I got a four and a three, so I got okay. another stress, and I, I got another stress out of that, but I succeeded. Yes. Because I'm dizzy, and I keep falling over, at one point, I, I kind of thump into the uh, the wind one, and it kind of spins me around and slams me into a wall, which makes everybody yeah. really sad, because the poor little cat yeah. just got hurt. Now, uh, to remind you, if you fail, and your total stress is higher than the highest dice you roll... You will explode in a burst of magic, but eventually reform in the chapel inside the college errant. Mm-hmm. As long as I don't fail, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, that's all of role playing. Mm-hmm. As long as I don't fail, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Every, everybody is distracted, I think, except for the demon who is going to throw the dagger at Arlo. Arlo, how would you like to defend? Arlo is going to... Bring up his doom fist to just slap aside the dagger and advance on the demon to grapple with it. That sounds like some battle. That sounds like risky stuff. So five. My highest was a three. Can I spend my determination to throw one more die here? Yeah, I don't see why you couldn't use it after. Oh, another. There's two. no rule against it. All right, so. Oh, okay. And I'm so at, what is your stress at? I am now at three stress after that. Okay. 
then I'm back to one determination. Well, I'll meet you back at the college, probably, Varus. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that you don't get hit in any major place with this knife, but it definitely does, I think, graze your arm and, and give you quite a big cut. Actually, even better, can we have the knife go and it actually cuts off my beard <gasps> asymmetrically? And that oh. is just like a massive blow to my self-image. That really, yes. really, really hurts. Never go for the kill when you can go for the self-confidence. Yep. I love it. So, yes, it comes in. It shears your beard. No! And the fire elemental changes their beard to look like yours. Oh, so that you, you see so what it stupid, is. Dude. And begins taunting you. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, little, the cute little you're, cat you're on the ground stupid. looks and goes. <laughs> <laughs> but there definitely is like some of your blood is trickling down and the floor definitely lights up when the blood touches it. And I think Monosifer calls the blade back to his hand. And then there's a cat. The cat will then start making its way over towards the devil, the demon. As the cat makes its way towards the demon, the cat will extend and turn into, I don't know. I was thinking, I, I, now I just want to turn into a cat girl, because why not? <laughs> you know what? If the cat doesn't do it, the cat girl will. Right? Like, I'm trying to think of what would be sexy to a demon. Because I, I want, I want, can I just I feel like a cat a... girl would be sexy to a demon, yeah. But I want to, like, turn into Chitara from oh. like, Thundercats. <laughs> I, can I love visualize it. So that. they think you're going to turn yeah. into like the submissive, you know, fluffy cat girl and you turn into Jatara. Yeah, because strong, sexy, uh, athletic woman is way better in my opinion. That's my preference anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I basically turn into that and start strutting my way over towards the demon and I crook my finger towards the demon to be like, come here. <laughs> and you hear Arla go, oh my God, so hot. In my still one-piece bathing suit that's white with red stripes. <laughs> Chitara with just a new swimsuit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So give me a sexy roll. I'm going to spend a point of determination on this too. That's great. This is audacious of five. I believe in you. I got three fives, which means I succeed, but I have another stress. Yes, you have one more stress. I'm not going to give you three stress for getting three. And the the demon's jaw drops. Well, the demon doesn't really have a jaw, but emotionally i should have said that my whole purpose here was to kiss the electrified demon and then steal its knife oh i like that yeah so you you do a little come hither look and crook of the finger and the demon is just like hubba hubba because <laughs> this is apparently yeah. a cartoon now <laughs> there there is nothing submissive about it at all it's all very demanding and in charge and the demon is into it maybe the demon just needed someone to be in charge for a change dominate him dominate him Varus. yeah and you do indeed steal the knife yep a as i get my electrified kiss yes your hair stands on end with the static electricity uh-huh then it looks a little bit like the El El elvira mistress of the dark look yes <laughs> except in a blonde. white bathing suit yeah and then i flip the knife to arlo Ooh, Arlo, what are you going to do with this silver knife that is inlaid with onyx and blood rubies? Arlo doesn't really see where he has any choice but to try to circle around behind the demon and shiv him while he's busy with Varus. Because that demon's between me and Varus, and I have never seen anything quite so hot as Varus right now. Is this a standard maneuver that the two of you do? Varus turns into something sexy, distracts something, and then you shiv it? Yes. Yeah, it's gotta it's be. 
Tell me, are you going to do this sexily yourself? Are you going to do it very martially? Are you going to cast some magic when you shiv? I think this is going to be very martial. When you've got a doom fist, everything is like, it's like you got a hammer and everything's a nail. So, although, I mean, sometimes you got to nail things too, but you know, you do that after the battle. I'm assuming you're going to try to kill the demon. Yes, I'm trying to kill slash banish whatever it is. So this is going to be a six. And I'll spend my point of determination. So I've got four dice here. Oh, I got a six. I got one six. I take another stress though. Yes, so this stress, I think, is going to be some arcane feedback. So this is a obviously a magical knife. You don't know exactly what it was meant to do other than most likely to kill you. And as you shove it into the demon, there is is it sounds like when you're at a giant stadium and there's feedback in the audio system. Oh, yep. And you just want to yell at the person to, like, get the microphone away from the speakers. And the the demon just uh, kind of starts to fuzz out and spaz, and one by one the elementals pop out of existence as one by one they they so they they scream and monosopher the the knife stuck into it will yell out no my plan and just poof, ash just is going to rain down on Varys sexily you know that that kiss it uh it was like it was electric to begin with and then it kind of uh, got whiny in the middle and faded out towards the end so a four on a scale of five i mean not you know, three and a half three and a half well well done See, i think we can do better on this vacation what who said that no i was telling arlo to say that oh <laughs> want to go kill some librarians yeah let's kill the librarians <laughs> or you know nail them whichever one okay nail them then kill them only if they consent right and scene <laughs> that's a great place to call it <laughs> thank you this has been sexy battle wizards i've been your gm andy <laughs> one more time kevin who are you i'm kevin lovecraft you can find me at kev thulu out on the twitters and on the wednesday evening podcast all stars all right and chris uh, i'm chris nizak from uh misdirected mark productions i am on the misdirected mark podcast and I am on Down With D&D. You can find more of the ridiculousness that you just heard on both of those shows. <laughs> that was pretty ridiculous. Uh, starting September 30th, whenever this comes out, a new show is going to be on the the Misdirected Mark, the new Misdirected Mark Twitch station, which is, <gasps> I believe, twitch.tv slash Misdirected Mark. I believe that's the name of the URL, called the FM Gamers. We are, going, we are an actual play live stream show that streams every other Monday from 7 p.m. till 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh my gosh. That Super sounds like cool. so much fun. It is an AP that is live. Like we are all in the same room playing together. Uh, we even have a producer that'll be using like different camera shots and productions and things like that for it. So uh, it'll be a, a fully produced two hour stream. What? You should tell people this. We are telling people that. We started oh. telling people that the, uh, for a couple weeks. Well, thank you again for joining us. Again, Sexy Battle Wizards is on itch.io. Yep, or or you can get or, games like that out on Grant Howitt's Patreon. Like Honey Heist. Where you play bears, who I believe you have two stats in that, bear and not bear, something like yeah, that. pretty much. It's a great yeah. game. 
All right. So thank you. And I guess we'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed episode 119 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, you can go ahead and head out to your favorite podcatcher, give us a five star rating and review. We really appreciate it. You can find more about the Wednesday Evening Podcast All Stars on the Misdirected Mark website. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. You can find more music, merchandise, and tour dates online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. We hope you enjoyed Sexy Battle Wizards. Join us in two weeks for our next adventure. I'm ready, I'm waiting on the battleground. She's a